are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. This is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg, South Africa. A warm welcome to all of our listeners, all of our radio family. Thank you so much for sparing the time on a busy, ever-shortening Friday afternoon to make time to listen to us on on the radio. Thank you all for your participation. Uh, And and, uh, I hope, Davin, that all of you are healthy, all of you are, are safe, all of you are are managing and coping, in fact, thriving during this time of of uh, lockdown, stage four, stage five. I don't quite know what, as I said, what the practical difference is for us at uh, at 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 home. Still, we're kind of dominating at home. We're still learning our home, running a base medrash out of our out of our out of our home. So it's really it's really a unique kind of kind of a existence and uh, something very very special. And maybe. At this time of year, particularly, we need to think about this this concept of of uh, of being alone, of 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 uh, of quarantine, as as we'll see, as we'll see in the uh, in 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 the moment. We know that that uh, this week is Pasha's Emoyer, Emoyer. Quite a lot of the beginning of it until the second half, which deals with Yom Tov and a few other things. The first half deals with many of the laws that pertain to Kayanim. And what Kainim are allowed to do and not allowed to do. One of the things they're not allowed to do is they're prohibited from coming in any contact with Tumah, with something that is Im, ritually impure. Both, and in a funny kind of way, both, both Tumah and these, uh, these viruses share similarities and, and some, and some differences. Tumah is again an invisible spiritual disease. In contrast, a virus, which is also invisible to the human eye, is a disease, unfortunately, that enters the body and, uh, and promotes, unfortunately, all types of physical, physical damages. It's scary, the pictures we see in overseas of, of, of people who are, who are, 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 are never, no longer with us or people who have spent Three to four weeks on on, on ventilators and things. It, it's very 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 uh, difficult to to look at and and to watch and, and and to see now that even even children are being are being affected. It's 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 very 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 moving, very very unnerving, very very as I difficult to 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 look at. But a tumor is in a way different than a virus because unlike a virus, tumor cannot even be seen. Under a, under, under a microscope, right? When a person, uh, 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 gets a, a, a virus, so his entire physical system, all the, all the physiological systems of his, of his body are, are compromised. But tumor, so only the spiritual, only the kedusha of the body are, are, are compromised. And of course the, the cure for viruses is, is medicines, which have to be, uh, administered to, to Metz Hashem, get a person back to a normal state of health and get him out of the state of being, 
of being sick. And that's, and again, in contrast to Tumah, which the spiritual treatments include physical things, right? There are such, 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 such as the going to the, to the mikvah or for someone who came in contact with a dead person. So he has to have sprinkled on him the ashes of the, of the Pura Adua, but certainly one common denominator that both, both of them have is that you need to be secluded. You need to be, uh, alone, even though they have obviously different, different functions. The individual who has, let's say, saras on his body, as we were learning about two weeks ago, so he has to leave the, the Israeli camp. He has to go all by himself, right? The saras is not contagious since its, its origin is, is a, is a lacking in, in the, in the proper spiritual, uh, 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 proper speech of a, of a person. And, and the seclusion of Matsura is, is therefore to help them to do tshuva, to, to, to be able to, uh, uh, learn what it means to, to cause damage by the Avera of, of, uh, of Lashnara, which causes separation between people, and therefore, Mida Kenegan Mida, he has to be separated and, and, and kind of socially distanced from other, from other people. And, and this procedure is, 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 uh, is the hope that he will realize the seriousness and, and, and the gravity of, of his, of his, uh, Averis, and, and will do, and will do tshuva, which Bez Hashem will then rid him of the, of the Saras, and he'll be able to come, to come back. And again, this is in contrast to a virus where the seclusion is, is to ensure that others do not catch the same, the same sickness. It's for their protection and, and for protection of, of others and, and not to inspire a person to do, to do a, a, a tshuva. And you know, this word quarantine is, is a word by, by now it already conjures up in our minds certain, certain uh, impression and it triggers kind of uncomfortable and dreadful feelings of being alone, of not being able to go to shul, of not being able to be part of the part of the community. Yet if you kind of think our our predicament of isolation is is bad, let's spare us a, a thought, a second to think about Rabbi Shimon Bayochai, <coughs> whose yard side Hashem, will be this this week, and he quarantined himself for 12 years, lest the Romans, who were like, I guess, today's COVID-19, would come in contact with him and, and kill it for his alleged crimes against against the government. Now, just imagine Rabbi Shimon did not have, for all those 13 years, a bed or a change of clothes. Right? We have in our, in our cupboards, we have plenty of clothes, we have a bed, we're not suffering in that, in that way at all. He wasn't able to walk at all to any kind of, a uh, 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 shop to buy, you know, the kind of useful supplies and, and, and means that, that we have available even during our, uh, uh, quarantine, quarantine time. How did Rav Shimon occupy himself to fight boredom for the longest time? Of course, the answer is you all know, is that he went and studied Torah himself and lifted himself and elevated himself to the most incredible, incredible level of 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 dveikas by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Right, Yoshe b'seiser. Someone is b'seiser. 
someone is secluded away from all the distractions that prevent him from coming closer to Hashem, then he will actually become closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if he desires to do so. David HaMelech is saying that if you are a Yoishet B'Seser, if you are someone who sits by himself, sits in isolation, then he has the capability of becoming Elyon, a truly, a truly lofty, lofty individual. Now, you know, nowadays, until we got to this point, life is so busy that we forget to, to, to live life. Chazal tell us that one must think and ponder on the thoughts of Me'ayin Basa. We had, we had it in, in, in Pekiavis, this, this past Shabbos. Well, one of the things a person has to think about is <clears throat> where, where, where your origins, where do you come from? One has to review again and again, right? The, the, if one looks back to the very, very first chapter of the Torah, Bereshus, in Pashas Bereshus, Ze Sefer Toldes Ha'adam. This is the story of, of one's, of one's life, of, of existence. Every person is constantly writing his own personal Sefer of his own life. Right? Chapter one, in everyone's book is of course the foundation of, of, of his life and, and, and the, the direct for, for the rest of one's life story. Like in all good stories, the beginning sets the tone for, for the whole, for the whole story. Right? The first chapter answers the most significant question that really without it, one's book will be a, a, a total failure. The question that is supposed to answer is, why am I here? Why was I created? Without the correct answer to this question, one will pass through this whole world without having achieved the thing totally in, in vain, without any achievement that counts, certainly in the eyes of, of Hashem, our, our Creator. Right? In fact, the, the Ramchal begins the very, very first chapter in the Sefer, Mesilas Yesharim, with a statement that the foundation of life is based upon the discovery and realization of what is one's purpose and mission in this this world. Right? And again, what is your what is what what are you here for? And to, to clarify and realize in absolute truth what is man's true obligation and responsibility in in the world. One must first Understand that if he was created by Hakadosh Baruch Hu, who's the ultimate designer, the ultimate artist of every perfect atom that he creates, then he too is is designed and designated for a specific and challenging journey of which his success will validate and and give reason and give purpose to the whole the whole world. We'll be back in a moment. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul, on the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM.
101.9 Chai FM. We're back on your radio here in Johannesburg on Friday afternoon, Erev Shabbos Kedush, Parshas Emoyer. Baruch Shem, a beautiful, beautiful week. We, we hope that everyone is up to date with the Sfirah Sa'omer. We're moving along, getting closer and closer to Shavuos. Uh, in fact, last night, if you haven't yet counted, last night, uh, which means Wednesday night, we counted 28. So then, obviously, last night we counted the next number. I hope you're still with it. If you didn't count last night, you can still count today without a bracha and then carry on tonight with a bracha. Today, of course, is Pesach Sheni, the, the day when, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, if a person was unable, either because he was impure or he was too far away to be able to join all of Kaisal in bringing the Korban Pesach on the 14th of Nisan, a month, a month prior, Hashem gave a second chance, a, a makeup opportunity, so to speak, for those who didn't manage to bring the Korban Pesach on the first time. There's another opportunity on the 14th of Iyar. It was an interesting situation where a person would bring the Korban Pesach, eat the Korban Pesach together with Matzah and Mara, but it wasn't really Pesach. There's no need to clear away the Chomet. You could theoretically sit and have your Pesach Matzah Mara a sandwich and have bread on the table at the same at the same time. It wouldn't it wouldn't be a problem at uh, at at all. But but as you see, there's always a, a a chance for a second opportunity in 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 Yiddishkeit. If you haven't you know done something that well up to this point, you can always improve. If you haven't you know your davening has all been a little bit rushed over the last couple of days. Don't worry, slow it down. You can do it. You can do it even better. You can do it even better. Safe. If our benching has been a little bit where we perhaps have forgotten to really show gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the amazing brachas we have today, even in lockdown, then that's truly something that uh, we need to be need to be grateful for and about. Anyway, as we always do at this time in the program, the important details and times for this coming Shabbos, candle lighting today is no later than 5.15, quarter past 5. Make sure you have them up by then, but you can uh, light them much earlier already, almost at uh, about uh, shortly after 20 past 4, you can already light your your candles. And and let's get started. Let's, as I always say, let's start the Shabbos a bit earlier. Our whole week is almost almost a, a kind of a, a Shabbos almost type of attitude. We're not running around. So let's actually extend the real Shabbos a couple of extra minutes. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, the Shkia is at 5.33 today. So therefore, one can dive in Marev, uh, and not long after that, let's say 18 minutes after that, one can dive in Marev, and it's already, it's already night. Uh, as I say, tomorrow is Pasha's MR with the normal standard half Torah for Pasha's MR, which by the way, if I have mentioned, we should be going through on Shabbos morning, reading through, leaning through the Pasha and, and the half Torah as we would if we were in uh, in shul, uh, the uh, p- the parak for Pirkeiovus this week is parak number four, parak Dalid in in Pirkeiovus. Again, take some time to not only read it but actually study it, look through it. There's some ama- in every single Mishnah. There are amazing, amazing, and important real life lessons for all for all of us. 
and Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at five minutes past six. Six oh five is the end of of uh, of, of Shabbos. Remember, Lagba Omer is on Monday night and Tuesday. So therefore, again, we won't say Tachanun for those who are ending the Sfira on on Lagba Omer. So that's that's great. During on Yom Lagba Omer day, you can have your your haircut or or, or Listen to, to, uh, to, to music, whatever, whatever it might, it might be. Uh, if you're still carrying on through Lagbaimer, then on Lagbaimer, you can still do that also, and then continue until when the Sphira time, time ends. So we're, we're talking about the concept of, of separation and, and quarantine or his is as, as a, as a positive means of achieving, of achieving true, true, uh, Greatness, and and it's all about making sure one has a plan in one's in one's life. And in fact, uh, human beings live on the planet Earth, and maybe it's called a planet because one actually has to plan it. One has to uh, make sure that that uh, it, of course, is referring to both his life on this world and and the next. If if you want to really make make your time on this on this on this Earth. Uh, uh, worth worthwhile, right? If if it is natural, like before a, a family, let's say a family holiday, so one plans for hours all the minute details of of of, of the itinerary and, and and what exactly you need to pack and where you're going to be staying. Everything is is planned out. How much more so does one have to daily plan his life, not only for success? so to speak, in this planet, but also for his life in, in Anamabal, for the planet that lasts for, for, for eternity. The, the, uh, the saying goes that if one fails to plan, he plans to fail. And if one fails to constantly review his own chapter one, what is his mission, what is his purpose, what is he trying to achieve, he will unfortunately end up in kind of chapter chapter eleven, Shlomo Melech uh, writes that Taiv Achristover Mereshisai. A thing is good at the end only if it's good from the beginning, right? A, and 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 uh, a, a a message that Shlomo Melech is actually uh, conveying here is that man has to have and will have only a good end. Only if he constantly goes back to the beginning, asking, "What does Hakadosh Baruch Hu want from me today? What does He want from me in, in in this month? What am I? What is it that He created me for? How can I actualize that purpose on every single day?" Right. And in fact, the words "Acharis Dovah Main say, You take the first letters Aleph Dalit Men. That is that is Adam. And, and being connected to our beginnings, to our, our plan, to our root core of existence, all of the time, guarantees that one will not come to the end of his life only to find that his last chapter, the one that sums up his whole life, is chapter 11. If one thinks that seclusion, if one thinks that quarantine in this world is bad, when chas v'shalom, is in for the biggest surprise to discover that in the next world, the quarantine for those who 
come up to Shemayim bankrupt with nothing in their accounts, nothing to show, no masterful and, and, and the significant achievement in, in, in their life is, uh, even worse than our, than our quarantine. Seclusion was, as, as, uh, in many circles, it's called, uh, So allow one to return to the beginning, to one's own gracious prior even to your neshama coming down to this world and entering your body. Chazal say that the neshama was carved out from under the kisei hakavod, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu's own throne of glory. That makes us malchus. We are, we are royalty. And not just, we're not just plain, plain folk. As a prince, one must conduct himself in the regal matter befitting a royal princess or prince. And not as a, not as a peasant. Right? I mean, Lahavdil, just like, uh, 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 any, uh, 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 constitution has enshrined in it that tells you the purpose of the constitution and the intention of the entire, uh, uh document. Right? And, and that's, that's the, that's the, uh, and, and, and all the laws. So too, the neshama gets its, gets its mandate, its preamble, which we recite every single morning. Every morning, we remind ourselves of our roots by saying the bracha of Elakai, Kodesh Baruch Hu. Neshama shenasata bitairai. The neshama which you gifted to me, is pure, and it originates from the highest of all high places, the world where HaKadosh Baruch is, the world of Atzilus, Atabarosa, Atayetzata, Atanafartabi. And from there, it uh, it passes through the other world, to the world of Bria, then to the world of Yitzira, and then finally, it comes down to our world, to the world of, 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 uh, of Asiya, which is the, the, uh, the, uh, Barossa, Yotzarta, Nafachta. And, and that, uh, and, and then it comes into our, uh, our body of, of flesh and bones. And our mission and our duty is to fulfill, so long as my neshama is in me, I must thank you and acknowledge that you alone are the master of all deeds and control every aspect of the universe. Man reminds himself every single morning, every single day of his mission statement, which is, needs to be, chapter one of his own personal book of, of life. And the very sharp uh, a comprehension of, of a person's purpose on earth can only be arrived at through one's precious moments of, of solitude. When, when, when he's totally, totally free from any other distraction that might hinder or hold him back the ability to be truthful 
with oneself amid a world that's full of, 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 of lies. And of course, as long as we have access to our technology, to our phones, we're never truly alone. We can always look at something. You can always see the latest headlines. Hispoyus means being completely alone just with your, with your, with your neshama. Rabbi Shimon experienced 12 undisturbed years to dig for the deep and profound truth that HaKadosh Baruch Hu kind of hid, put under a gossam or a camouflage in, in creation because of his 24-7 unadulterated and relentless focus on seeking the absolute truth, he was able to connect to his root, to his, to his beginning, which is the very yesoid, the very source, which enabled him to, to write the Zayra Karish, which also deals with that reality and, and, and the secrets of what really is, uh, abracious. It's not a coincidence that the name Rashbi, right, Shin Beis Yud, is actually found in the letters of Bereshus, which includes the two remaining letters, Aleph Tav, which symbolize the Torah, which letters range from Aleph, Aleph Tav. He was able to connect to, to that. Rav Shimon was able to conduct himself in such a way that he came in contact in that 12 years with his Bereshus, the beginning of his Neshama, which spells out beyond any doubt that his life has to be dedicated and devoted to Hashem and, <clears throat> but not only in a selfish way where he's going to perfect himself and make himself grow, but dedicated to, to instilling in Kalisro this Kedusha, in, re, in, in vamping up and, and raising the entire level of all, of all of Amisro. And that's also hinted to in the word Bereshitz, which represents, as you said, the first chapter of one's own personal Sefer. And the acronym of Bereshitz is Roy Odom Shisparer Yisameis Tachlis Bereusai. That's a, it's, it's important and proper for a person to clarify and attain the absolute truth of his purpose of being created, which is basically the, the, the same words we just said in, in, in the Ramchal at the beginning of, of Mesilas, of Mesilas Yishar. The, the Targum Yushami on the first word, Bereshis, translate B'chokhmasa. With wisdom. As it is written, Rashis Chochma Yiras Yiras Hashem. Without serious thought and focus, one cannot come to improving one's own spiritual self in a deep, in a deep, in a deep way. And if one fails to think that, uh, he is, then he's not coming in contact to HaKadosh Baruch he's, he's missing, so to speak, that the link to Hashem, and therefore he's going to allow himself to to sink into Nebuch, into the murky waters of of Olam Hazeh. Isolation, and I'm talking about total isolation, 
even if for a, for a short term only, can bring one from constantly nourishing himself from from physicality and allow himself the opportunity to really come in contact almost with, with the Yetzadas, where the good and evil are mixed together and are always confusing and begin being able to, to feed himself from the Yetzachayim, from, from the, 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 the true life and really start living the life as it was a, a Hashem's original intention for man for man to live, to live that way. That would be the situation of using this time of, of his spoilers, of using this time of, of quarantine in the best possible way to really raise ourselves, to really kind of set ourselves new goals, to really figure out what do you want to do? What are we doing now? What are we going to do when, when this is all over, whenever that might be? How are we going to change our lives? Because clearly the demand is being made on us that we need to, we need to change our lives in some kind of an absolute, in some kind of an absolute way. We are in our Yontif segment, we are talking about the laws of Yom Tov Sheni, the laws of uh, a, uh, the second day of Yontif, which is mandated to be kept in, in, uh, in Chutz Laaretz. So we were talking about the concept of Someone who is, lives near to Israel and, and goes out to, to Chutzleretz. So we said that someone who leaves there to Israel to go to, to uh, Chutzleretz. So if his intention is to remain outside of Eretz Israel, so the moment he gets to a, a, any kind of settled place where there are Jews there, so then his Halachic status becomes like someone who lives in Chutzlaret, and he has to follow and, and he has to keep the second day of, of Yontif exactly as everyone else in, in, in Chutzlaret, Chutzlaret, uh, 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 keeps it. If, however, his intention is to come back to Eretz Yisrael, then basically, fundamentally, he remains someone rooted in, in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, theoretically, if he was all by himself, living uh, at least, let's say, a Tchum Shabbos, a kilometer away from a, 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 a Jewish community, he would not have to keep Yom Tov Sheni at, at all. And he'd be allowed, in fact, to do any kind of malacha that he wanted, that he wanted to do. But, if he finds himself in a Jewish community, or even within, let's say, the kilometer, within the amount of a, a, a distance that a person could walk on a Shabbos or Yom Tov outside the city limits, what we call Tchum Shabbos. So then he has to conduct himself exactly like, like them in order that it shouldn't seem that he is going against and contravening their, their, their monogamy. Therefore, He's not allowed to do malacha on, on, on what in Chutzlaretz is the second day of Yontem. Now, there are some that say that secretly in his own room, he would be allowed to do, to do malacha. But practically speaking, most of the Poiskim are of the opinion that even in private, he has to conduct himself like that, like they do regarding all the prohibitions of of the Yontif. 
Why? Because if he is lenient and he's doing malacha, it's going to come out. These things can never remain private. And then they're going to realize that he is contradicting and almost uh, uh, disregarding their 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 yontif, and that's that's very very uh, uh, very very serious. Obviously, since he is still Ben Eretz Yisrael, so he's going to have to in in private make havdala on his mighty yontif. That was the mighty of the first the first day. Uh, but all the uh, right, all the surim. Of, 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 of the second day are, are upon him, but at the same time, since he is a Ben Eretz Yisrael, he's going to have to put on Trillin, obviously, again, in private, because, uh, the community is not wearing Trillin, but again, in order that he shouldn't be looking like he's contradicting their, their Menhagim, he has to be very, very careful to make sure he's wearing Yontif clothing and actually light candles, in honor of Yontav Sheni, obviously, without, without a, 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 a bracha, uh, as far as dominating is concerned. So then, it'd be better if he dominated at home by himself, in order that he shouldn't have to daven with them in, in a nusach that's, that's, uh, completely different than a nusach that he is gonna be dominating, he's gonna be dominating a weekday nusach. Right, because they're going to be davening the yontav nisuch, and he's going to be davening the nusuch of of uh, of either either way with either chalamoid or or a uh, or a, uh, a a week day. Okay, we'll carry on with this in a moment, but we're going to take a break. This is one one point nine chai fm soul to soul. Please don't run away yet. We have a little bit more to go. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. We're back on your radio here in Johannesburg. Thank you for joining us uh, as we learning together the laws of of uh, Yom Tov. We're learning specifically now the laws of Yom Tov Sheni, the second day of Yom Tov, which we have the privilege to observe in outside of of uh, Eretz Yisrael. So we're talking about someone who who is outside of Eretz Yisrael, although his residence is in Eretz Yisrael. What he has to what he has to do. So, if we're talking about that real, ideally you should daven at home because his davening is completely different than, uh, than theirs. Uh, so if you'll be able to, let's say, come to shul for part of the davening without it being so recognizable that his tefillah is so, is so different. In other words, let's say particularly on, on Cholmoit. You could come there and say halal with them. You could, uh, daven musaf with, with them. That, that would be, that would be fine. And so therefore it's actually better. Cause this way at least he'll be able to hear some, some kadeshim. He'll be able to hear kadusha. Right? And, uh, as I said, even, even be able to daven the shman esrei together with, uh, with them. Right? Obviously he can, Hide his his nusach. His nusach is is different. Then obviously, then he'll he'll daven differently. He'll just uh, doesn't have to show off that uh, that he's doing something something uh, uh, different. 
let's say on Lela Seder, so if he has his own, let's say flat, his own accommodation, so then he wouldn't need to participate with the people from Chutzlaritz in a Seder, but let's say he's a guest by someone whose home is in Chutzlaritz, then he has to join with them in, in the Seder, but obviously doesn't say the various brachas over the mitzvahs, but he should just answer their, their brachas and, and say amen to their, to their, uh, 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 brachas. And now somewhere between is the question of someone, let's say he's, he's leaving Eretz Yisrael for quite an extended period, but his intention is to go back eventually to, to Eretz Yisrael. So that is a very, very, very big doubt amongst the, the Poiskim regarding such a person who leaves Eretz Yisrael for an extended period of time, but his intention is to eventually to go back to, to Eretz Yisrael. And, and it's like, goes like this. On the one side, we could say, well, since his intention is to go back to Eretz Yisrael, so it would seem that his status should remain like someone who lives in Eretz Yisrael. But on the other side, perhaps that when Chachazal uh, uh, intended, when they said that his intention is to go back, it means that he's going to go back in a in a short period of time. But if he's going to be staying for a long time in Chutzlaretz, then maybe for the time he's there, he's already considered certainly marginally as someone who's living in in uh, in, in Chutzlaretz. And besides that, there's always the possibility that maybe after staying in outside of Eretz Yisrael for a while, he might actually decide eventually to live in uh, in 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 Chutz in Chutzlaretz. So there are actually two fundamental halachic approaches to this to this situation. There's some who say that if he, uh, the person who left Eretz Yisrael intends to remain in outside of Eretz Yisrael for a year or more. So then, during that time, he's considered like someone who lives in outside of, of Eretz Yisrael and is bound by their laws and he has to keep the, the second day of, of, of Yontav and must make the Yontav Sheni properly like, like all those who live outside of of, of Eretz Yisrael. And many, many of the Rabbonim, particularly Rabbonim in, in Chutzlaretz, uh, paskin that way and instruct people who are, who are staying there to, to do that. There is a second opinion that even if his intention is to, to remain in outside of Eretz Yisrael for several years, so long as there is in his mind when he starts at least a certainty that he's going to go back, so then his staying in Chutzlaretz is only considered a temporary sojourn, and his his halachic status remains like someone who lives in Eretz Yisrael. But again, there has to be some kind, even in this opinion, there has to be some kind of border, some kind of a extent to which beyond which this doesn't ex- extend, and it's not possible that someone, yes. He's, he intends to stay in Chutzlaretz for many years, and uh, how can he still 
continue to conduct himself like someone who lives in, in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, it, it would seem practically that so long as he intends to return, let's say, in, in no more than three to four years, so then maybe we can consider him a temporary uh, resident because uh, we find that you know when people are sent even on 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 missions abroad for the longest time they're going to stay is 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 for is four years. But someone who intends to stay in Chutzlar for four years or more, so even though yes, he definitely intends to to go back to to uh, Eretz Yisrael, still he would have to keep. A, a second day of, uh, of, of Yontif for all the Chagim that he is in, uh, in, in, in Chutzat. And, and practically speaking, we know that when a person leaves Eretz Yisrael for a, a, let's put it this way, a, a, a job or a, a, a purpose that is, that has no sort of termed and fixed end, so really, he should conduct himself like the first opinion and consider himself a a a a, a, a ben Eretz Yisrael. And even where his intention is clear that he's going to go back to Eretz Yisrael, um, if he's going to stay away for more than a year, so then, uh, so long as he's there, he's considered like someone in in Chutzlitz. And if he has a family, then. He's certainly considered a uh, a, a a resident of of Kutzlaritz for that for that time that that he's uh, that he's there, um, and even now, when his family has uh, has gone away with him, but if he has gone by for for a, a fixed term contract, let's say he's going for a job that has a very very fixed ending date, so then certainly he could conduct himself like a, like a Ben Eretz Yisrael and, uh, you, you know, if you're going on a, a for, for a lecture tour or for uh, some kind of, uh, some kind of thing or, or, uh, or, or a business thing where it's definitely for a fixed, for a fixed, uh, term, you're going to do a course or, or, or something, or something like that, so then clearly, and his intention is his family's in, in, in Israel, and his intention is clearly to go back, uh, uh to, to, uh, Israel in a short time. So then, he would still be considered like someone from, from, uh, Israel. But it's clearly, even, even if he, even if he intends to go back, but it's, it's a long-term contract, so then, he should keep the Yant of Shani of Goliath all that, all that time. And of course, Every situation is different. There are all kinds of things, uh, uh, you know, so situations in, in between. And one usually needs to ask, uh, a Shaila from his Rav as to what, as to what to do. And obviously you also have to add when you're, when you're in a, in a, uh, you're staying in a community and that community has a Moridasa, has a Rav who, who plays it. So, uh, and, and that person is is known as as a as a established paisek. So then, uh, 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 if you're going to ask him, then then you have to abide by by his pesach. And then, then obviously, as long as you're in his in his community, you need to conduct yourself according to the way he he would uh, he would pass. Not about.
leaves us out of time for today. Just leaves me a few more seconds to wish you all a tremendous, tremendous uh, Shabbos together. Make, uh, take advantage of what we were talking about before. Let's let's make this a time where, yes, we're with our family, Baruch Hashem, and we have the joy and the pleasure of enjoying their, their company, but let's perhaps sneak away occasionally, grab a few moments by ourselves, and, and open that conversation. Open the conversation with ourselves. What really are, are we here for? What really are we trying to achieve? And how are we going to plan our next step forward to, please God, get to that place where our lives are really a, a thrilling adventure story with a, with a beautiful, beautiful and happy and happy ending. Thank you for all for listening. Thank you for being so much part of our radio family and to each and every one of you, a beautiful, warm and unified good chance.